Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Joe Galati, and thanks for tuning into my podcast, The Dr. Joe Galati Podcast, which originates from the world-famous Texas Medical Center in Houston, Texas. On this podcast, you'll hear segments from my weekly radio program, Your Health First, which airs every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Central Time on 740 KTRH here in Houston or Coast to Coast on the iHeartRadio app. We'll also have featured interviews with experts and other interesting people that somehow enter my life. So in a sense, it's a potpourri of interesting people and conversations, somehow all tied back to the liver and the health and wellness space, because that's what I do. Follow all of our activities by going to drjogalati.com, sign up for our newsletter, and stay in touch. Follow us on social media, which is also available on the website. You could also see me as a patient for a consultation. Yes, same recommendation. Go to drjogalati.com for details and phone numbers. Your feedback is really immensely important to me. Send me a note from the contact tab of drjogalati.com. So sit back, relax, open your mind, and listen to this episode of the Dr. Joe Galati podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you around. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Joe Galati, every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., bringing you all the best in health and wellness. Don't forget our website, drjogalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on all of our social media channels. Lots to offer there, video. And of course, with the uh, Christmas and holiday season coming up, now is the perfect time to get your stocking stuffer, my book, Eating Yourself Sick. And coming up in seconds is Dr. Archana Sadhu with Houston Methodist Hospital talking about diabetes. That is a big part of the book, Eating Yourself Sick. So check that check that out on drjogalati.com. That's 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 the one place to go to find out about our practice, our social media, all of the things that we are doing. drjogalati.com. All right, everybody, as we have been talking about, the month of November is Diabetes Awareness Month. I'd like to say that all of these awareness months should not be a month. They should be the entire year. We should be thinking about these. And on the line tonight is my, I'd like to say, my go-to person for anything diabetes-related, Dr. Archana Sadhu from Houston Methodist Hospital it seems that wherever I go, I like to bring you and have you explain because really nobody does it better than you. Thanks for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me. This is an exciting month for diabetes. Oh, I'm sure. Now, now, first, just to set the table here, explain to everybody your role at Houston Methodist and the the uh, in addition to patient care, the other educational programs that you are tasked with at Houston Methodist. Oh, I'd be happy to. So first and foremost, I'm a clinical endocrinologist. I see patients um, predominantly for diabetes, but for other endocrine diseases as well. Um, And I also hold uh, the position of being the director for our system diabetes program at Houston Methodist. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that um, we are always um, trying to uh, practice leading medicine in diabetes 
Right. We use evidence-based uh, clinical protocols. We follow our diabetes outcomes and quality metrics for patients and strive to improve them um, every time. So we have a big educational uh, responsibility as well, not just to patients, but also our clinicians treating patients right. uh, with high-quality, up-to-date diabetes care. Excellent. And, and, and like you said, this is no, um, no small task considering the number of, of people that have diabetes. And whenever you and I speak, I believe it's always very important for the listeners tonight to have a sense of how big of a problem diabetes is. And these are directly from the American Diabetes Association. And by all means, uh, Dr. Sadu, if you want to modify it or if things are a little different. But the overall prevalence, how many people have diabetes, is north of about 35 million Americans or about 10% of the population. These are staggering numbers. And from your standpoint, I wonder if the public really appreciates how enormous this problem is. Well, it's absolutely staggering. And what's even more uh, dismaying is that it keeps growing every year. Right. Um, Yes, you're right. It's around 35 million or 10.5% of the U.S. population. Now, think about it worldwide. It's even much, much higher, 463 million across the world. And I like to think about this as the silent pandemic. We all are well aware of COVID uh, in these recent years, but this diabetes pandemic has been going on slowly and smoldering in the background, but is um, just as alarming, and not just for the acute time period, but long term. Um, And then when you think about pre-diabetes, it's even more scary. So pre-diabetes is the condition before the diagnosis of type 2 diabetes, where you're not quite normal, uh, but you're not quite over the threshold for the diagnosis. And uh, there's an eight, there's a 88 million U.S. Americans, adult Americans with pre-diabetes. Now, now um, is there a way yeah. that you could, is there a way that you could, be, because a lot of people, a lot of patients, even my patients, they will say, well, I really don't have diabetes. I just have pre-diabetes. And they, and they really do blow it off. Now, I believe it is a, a giant dose of denial. But for those, again, listening tonight, 88 million people out there have pre-diabetes. What is the implication of that? And can you accurately estimate how many of these 88 million will become a card-carrying diabetic in the next one, three, five, ten years? What, what's your answer to that? So we can't accurately estimate that, and that is because it depends on what the person does to prevent their prediabetes from progressing to type 2. Right. And that's actually a real, um, a real pearl there is even if we gave you a number – you can reverse that progression by 50% right. if you make the right lifestyle modifications when you have prediabetes. Right. Now, the sad part is that 84% of people with prediabetes don't know they have it. Right. So the very first and foremost thing to do is educate and screen. 
So we need to teach the public what are the risk factors for diabetes to identify if they have them and to go and get that early screening so then we can put in the intervention in place to prevent them from moving forward. So that's what makes it hard to do a prediction because you can absolutely reverse that that number very easily by doing the right things early. How, how many of your patients, and, and, and again, these are very broad numbers and uh, can't necessarily hold you to it, but come and they say that they heard something about prediabetes or they heard something about an abnormal sugar and nothing was necessarily done by their primary care physician. And so the patient, again, in this denial mode says, well, if he or she didn't make a big deal out of it, why should I make a big deal? And you go on your merry way until Again, in the future, you turn out that you you convert and you flip from pre to actual diabetes. And so really what I'm trying to say here is, can we arm the public with the knowledge to, number one, be aware and not simply accept prediabetes as, well, it's prediabetes, I'm not on any medicine, and we'll just see how it plays. It is that need to you the individual, you the patient, to take action for yourself? We absolutely can arm the public, um, and that is actually what the exact strategy that we need to do to um, prevent this pandemic from right. continuing on. Um, and it's not that difficult, you know. We, we can educate uh, not only adults but even children right. on lifestyle behaviors that would put them at risk for prediabetes in their young um, young ages of life. It's, it's so sad now that we are coming out with these numbers in adolescents and children with type 2 diabetes um, as young as, you know, 8 to 10 years old right. in, 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 the, in the teenage years. This, is, this pandemic is growing right in front of our eyes, and, and we're not recognizing it enough. Right. And so it is critical that we educate the public and it is easy to educate the public because these these risk factors are very common Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and everyone everyone is familiar with them they just haven't been given the focus to look at them apply them to them to themselves you know as do i have these risk factors and then take the next step to um, get medical care and prevent them so to answer your first question how many patients um, come to me, right. you know, having been told, oh, yeah, when, you know, 20 years ago, my doctor did say my, I had, and I love this term, quote, touch of sugar. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or the other is borderline diabetes. Right. So there is no such thing as that. You know, you, by the time you have prediabetes diagnosed medically, you've already lost 50% or more of your uh, pancreatic function to make insulin. Well, what so I There's no touch, there's no yeah. borderline. It's happening. Right. And and I and I and and you know me and we've gone through this a million times. I and I'll say this again tonight and you could correct me. I respect you as a colleague, but if anybody out there tonight has been told you've got a touch of diabetes, a touch of sugar, it is time to hit the panic button and find somebody 
that is going to work with you and manage this in an aggressive way. Now, we don't want to create a population of hypochondriacs, but there is no doubt that if you are labeled as pre-diabetic, the future can have a grim look to it. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, panic, we don't want panic. No, we no, want and that's right. That, this is the emotional, the emotional exactly. Italian in me of getting emotional panic, the panic button. But I believe it is that if we can alert the public to say, you know what, I simply need to address this, and uh, the, the next sort of follow-up here is, what are the steps, that, and, and let's say the non-medical steps, if you fall into this pre-diabetes sort of circle. And with with that said, what we're going to do, I want to hear the full answer from Dr. Uh, Sadhu on that. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. This is Your Health First every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjoegalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.